Yeah, hey everyone, this is Kelvin, and this is episode 66 of Res Metal Podcast. In this episode, I talk with Eric Wagner, guitarist of Gate Creeper. I feel like I don't need to give Gate Creeper any kind of introduction. You know, they're just a badass, you know, Arizona death metal band. And, um, you know, Eric's been uh, one of the members from the beginning and, you know, really thankful that he was able to take the time to talk with me. I've heard it, previous interviews with Eric and, you know, one of the things that always like piqued my interest was, you know, he always mentions like country and like, you know, Chris Ledoux and I always wanted those interviews to go more in depth into that and you know a lot of those interviews just kind of like brush off you know like the you know that he likes country or chris ledoux and so i think in this interview i really wanted to go into that and just kind of take a deep dive into like country music because um i'd say i'm a casual listener of country music like you know i don't like go out of my way to like you know collect country music or you know go to country shows been to a couple of them, you know, I saw like Luke Combs, like Jason Aldean, Gary Allen, you know, just the, just some of the guys that I really enjoy. And, um, you know, I'm not, I, I won't, you know, I'm not going to drive like six hours to see like Kenny Chesney or whatever, but, you know, I'd say I'm a casual listener and, you know, I grew up listening to country, you know, listening to, you know, music in the nineties, um, so I, I really wanted to kind of talk about that um, with this uh, uh, talk I had with Eric. And uh, we do get into some Gate Creeper stuff. So, yeah, I hope everyone enjoys this uh, episode. You know, it was really fun. And, um, you know, I'm just a really, you know, you know big fan of uh, Gate Creeper. And I uh, hope to, you know, check them out when they play with uh, Hatebreed and Obituary on November 10th in uh, Albuquerque. So, um, yeah, I got my ticket, and, you know, yeah, I hope everyone gets a chance to check them out there. So, yeah, support Arizona Death Metal. But, yeah, here's my talk with uh, Eric Wagner of Gate Creeper. Yeah, thank you. You were the first thing that... All right, hey, everyone. I'm talking with Eric from Gate Creeper. Um, really thankful to talk with Eric. Um, would you mind just kind of giving yourself an introduction and kind of like your role in the band? Hey, I'm Eric Wagner. Uh, I play guitar and Gate Creeper. I've been in it since the beginning. Um, yeah, I've been a writing force on all of our records and been uh, done all the tours and everything. So I'm in it. So this is my, my band, my baby, and um, I'm proud to, proud to represent it and make stoked to be on the podcast. Thank you. And uh, just for, you know, you guys, you know, pretty well established band, especially in Arizona, but um, just like a brief, like history, how did you guys start out? So our drummer, Matt, um, met Chase at a show, our singer. And um, I, they, they kind of started thinking about starting a band and they, they hadn't, I, from what I understand, they hadn't met before. And I was living with Matt, our drummer at the time. And um, he was like, oh, this guy Chase wants to start a metal band. And Matt and I had been playing. We had all sorts of bands and never played shows. We were just kind of jamming a lot down in Tucson. We both lived in Tucson. Chase lived in Phoenix. And um, we were jamming. And then he was like, this guy might want to start a band with us. And um, I actually drove up 
to Phoenix and um, met Chase at his house for the first time. I'd never met him before. And I brought my computer and I had some songs that I wrote, some, you know, like early stuff, whatever. We had, didn't end up using any of it. Um, but I kind of jammed with Chase, met him. We actually got, we got burritos and just hung out. I came back and um, him and Matt started working on the first EP. And then I kind of came in and started working on it too. Um, so then we kind of just came back to came together and that was in 2013. It's almost 10 years ago. So that was a long time ago. Um, Chase would drive down to Tucson back then. We would practice and play. And then we, we recorded the first EP and um, we did like a music video and everything. And we booked some shows and then pretty quickly it started, it started to do pretty well. So we started, um, we got a band together. We got members, full members, need a bass player, another guitar player. And then, um, yeah, we hit the road and we've been doing it for about 10 years now and just slowly growing over time and putting our hearts into it and just having a lot of fun. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. I've been a fan. Uh, yes. It's, uh, over here, the, the first EP. <laughs> there you go. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. You mentioned you were kind of in the Tucson area, but um, where um, where'd you grow up? Yeah, I grew up in Tucson. Oh, awesome. So yeah, I've been here my whole life. Um, I love it. I love Arizona. Um, I wouldn't really want to live anywhere else. Maybe yeah. northern there's some trees, but for now, I really I love I love uh, southeastern Arizona a lot. It's a definitely a place that i grew up in i i don't i enjoy it here i don't see myself really needing to go anywhere else necessarily um nice. but yeah i'm so I'm, I'm here and i love it yeah yeah i lived in tucson i went to u of a and um so i was there for a long time like yeah pretty much like awesome. did my my formative years there okay yeah i did too i have i have a degree from uh u of a sick yeah me too um yeah, once I kind of left, I really haven't been back. Um, I go every now and then to watch a U of A football game. I'm okay. planning, yeah, I'm planning on going next month. Uh, U of A is going to play North Dakota State. And oh, cool. Yeah, that one I've been looking forward to for the past like couple of years, <laughs> ever since they announced it. For sure. Yeah, that, that's all coming back. I'm excited for it. Yeah. Um, but, um, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I do miss Tucson, though. I mean, there's a lot of like just little things about Tucson, like, places i used to go to eat when i was broke and that you know there you go. <laughs> yeah or uh yeah just like riding my bike around tucson just because there's so yeah. many bike lanes yeah it's a, it's a cool place you know it's kind of think take maybe take some getting used to if you haven't been here for a while it's just kind of crazy place but there's some really good food you know mexican food and we have yeah. all sorts of stuff I, I i think it's a really cool place to live so i feel pretty lucky to be from here yeah when I was broke or when I didn't have much money, I would go to Pollo Feliz and then get the, okay. get the burritos, the bean and cheese burrito. Cause it was only yeah. like a dollar. And then I'd, I'd buy like five of them. And then that would be my dinner for the week. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah go and get a $3 veggie burrito or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then like, I went to a couple of shows in Tucson, like I'm talking like mid two thousands to late two thousands. There wasn't a big, like, well, I mean, there was like local bands I would check out, but um, uh, it kind of seemed like it was more like hardcore. Um, yeah. Like, what, what would you say? Or, or can you like kind of talk about the bands and that the Tucson so, scene? So there was kind of like the punk, the more like punk based 
scene there was like the punk based scene it was like hardcore and then some metal and um a bunch of other stuff too you know there was like ska bands and punk bands and all that and then there was the actual metal scene and they i don't know it it, it didn't seem as like punk rock and i was always more interested in the punk rock stuff and so i feel like the hardcore scene was a extension of like a more underground metal scene down here where like the hardcore kids also liked metal a lot and then um so yeah it was kind of all just like punk bass and so we used to have a ton of venues there's tons so i feel like venues get shut down a lot here they go we go through them pretty quick so like there used to be scrappies if you ever went to scrappies um tons of shows there i mean i used to play in power violence bands back in the day there's this band called alarm with my friends yeah Um, wasn't there like a, a, a stabbing at that place at Scrap or somewhere downtown? I remember there was like a, a stabbing, shooting, or shooting or something. Someone, yeah. Yeah, um, there was a big uh, altercation, and uh, someone uh, shot someone from out of town in self-defense. Oh, and, uh, yeah, yeah. it's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's, that's how you that's how you shut down a venue. <laughs> yeah, that did it. Got, it's still nothing's in there. Still, that was year. That was more probably more than ten years ago. Nothing's in there um it's just still empty it's just such a waste of space we had a place called the living room right on fourth um it was a funny place because it was like a christian owned place and there so there was all these like uh christian like uh murals everywhere but you know we were having our like death metal shows and stuff in there that was really fun it was right on fourth avenue so you know you can go get pizza and stuff and everyone's it's a cool place to hang out Way back in the day, there was a place called the Narwhal House, and it was right on Broadway, just south of the U of A on Highland. It's right across from Taco Shop, if you remember Taco Shop. Okay, yeah. Like, you could get there from the U of A pretty easy. And it was just a house, and um, we had tons of shows there. It was mostly hardcore stuff, but that was, like, that was so fun. But I've always felt like the hardcore scene and the metal scene and the punk scene, it's all kind of melded together in Tucson because I think it's a smaller scene. And so you're, you, you're not necessarily going to have like just a metal scene, you know, like if you want people to go to your shows, like you need to, you need to know like everyone in town and everyone has different tastes, you know? So we, we would go to a show and it would be, you know, a punk band, a ska band, a metal band and a hardcore band. And that was just completely normal. And it was, it was cool, too. I thought it was pretty inclusive and fun. And I feel like that's a positive way to have things, even though it was just a product of how many people live in Tucson and how many people were actually into, like, heavy music at the time. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I left uh, Tucson um, probably, like, in 2013. But, um, okay. yeah, I think that's around the, around the time Gatekeeper started to kind of, like, uh, oh, get, get a lot of exposure. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was going to same time damn yeah my, my brother um was going there and he would like always like get like mer- he got that uh, he, he got this for me i think there was like a house show and he like grabbed it for me because they're like hard That's to awesome. find online yeah 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 um but then he, he talked about the hardcore and like the the punk scene in tucson but um i was always interested in like um uh your interest in country uh because yeah. i know like when gatekeeper plays live there's country playing uh yeah. before or after the set or um, a lot of this stuff on the on social media i know you you kind of like uh, share a lot of like country music uh, artists but um 
uh, how, uh, kind of like, how'd you get into country and, um, kind of like, what's your favorite era of like country music? Ooh, depends. So just growing up in Arizona and you can probably relate. I mean, it's just around, you know, like your, your uncle's listening to it or your dad's listening to it or you're, you're driving to the dump, you know, on Sunday and you're listening to country. And I feel like when you're a kid, you're almost like, you don't like it as much because it's kind of the background noise or it's like what your parents listen to. So it's kind of like, you want something different, you know, you're going to go listen to Slayer. Even though I feel like in, in Arizona, there's a lot of uncles and stuff that listen to Slayer. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but as I, as you get older, I don't know, like I'm kind of, I kind of started realizing I really liked it, you know, and being surrounded by it when you were little, when you were younger, you know, kind of seeped in, I guess. And it just kind of, I had some good memories, you know, of listening to country music. Um, you know, I've just been over the last, I don't know, my, my young adult life up till now, it's like, I've just been listening to it more and more and I really like it. Yeah. Um, I have, I do rangeland management for work. So I'm out like driving a truck around on the range, doing ranching stuff and natural resource management and all sorts of crap like that. And so like, you know, I'm listening to country all the time. And sometimes you're working in South, uh, southeastern arizona over near like tombstone or bisbee there's um a pretty good the cave it's like uh 97.9 cave fm and it's just oh, yeah. really good really good country like I, I think they maybe go to central arizona too but they have they play real good country so like you know i just i just really like it i feel like it's good working music i feel like it's fun music i think the story i really enjoy the stories and the uh the lyrics and I love the guitar playing. Just I don't know, it's just really good songwriting. I really enjoy good songwriting, catchy songwriting, like songs that come together. And I just feel like country is like really. I don't. Know, I think I think people don't give it enough credit. I think it's a really cool, really cool genre. Yeah, yeah. Um, what, what would you say your favorite um, era? You know, there's like the '80s, the '90s, the like 2000s, yeah. and even like the current. But what would you say you enjoy the most? I, I, um, so I've gone through it all. Um, I had a work truck that had Sirius XM for a while and, um, they had the will, it was like Willie's corner or something. It was like a Willie Nelson station, but he played super old stuff, like all the way back from like, like the fifties, you know, like older stuff, you know, like, of course, like Hank Williams and all that old, the older stuff. I really like that, but for whatever reason my favorite is and I, I think it is the golden age of country is like the early 90s late 80s oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. alan jackson clint black all that stuff um even like, like i like travis tritt a lot i like that he has almost like a southern rock stuff mixed into it there's all sorts of bands like that um and then and then even later like like clay walker george Strait, of course you know george Strait's been there like forever yeah yeah so i i love that but then i um i really got into chris ledoux a long time ago and I, and and i just he is so awesome he doesn't have the best voice but his his lyrics and um just the i don't know it's, it's such sincere country music because he you know he was just a a rodeo is a bareback rider and he won, you know, he won the national championship, won the NFR for bareback riding in the seventies. I mean, he was like a real guy and he would sell his tapes 
in at the rodeos and i always thought that was so yeah. cool he was you know he was just doing it to get by and get to the next you know the next rodeo and i always thought that was awesome you know you have you have like merle haggard and stuff and you have waylon jennings and you know they sing about this stuff but then you have chris ledoux and it's like he's just singing about his life you know which i think is awesome i also really like chris ledoux because like i don't really drink very much like i don't really party and he just kind of sings about cowboy shit. And I love that. Like, I love Waylon Jennings, but like, I don't get drunk and cheat on my wife. And I just don't relate to, it. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. Like, I, There's something about Chris Ledoux that I just love. And there's, that led me to really enjoy some other, some other people like uh, Red Steagle. He's awesome. He's like almost like an old cowboy guy. Um, uh, Dave Stamey, who I kind of, I kind of found recently, but it's like true cowboy country and they're like yodeling and stuff. And I think it's so cool. And it's just really good music and the yeah. stuff they think, think about. It's really awesome. So uh, I like all of it. I'd say I love Brooks and like early Brooks and Dunn era the most. Yeah. Cause that's just my, that's just my uh, favorite here. I got a giant crystal do flag. Next oh, to my that's sick. Yeah. <laughs> that's a badass. Yeah. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I, I mean, I can definitely relate. Um, I mean, I grew up in the '90s, so like, um, especially like when I was going through grade school, like elementary, like every single teacher I had from kindergarten to eighth grade would listen to country. Like, yeah. especially when new albums would come out. I remember like the week the the George Strait album um, "Carrying Your Love with Me" came out. Yeah, like yeah. my like my elementary school teacher like got it and was just <laughs> like playing it like every day, like nonstop for like a month. Um, so yeah, like stuff like that, and it's music. It's just well written. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I listen to the radio. Like, I'm not like a hardcore like like the way I collect like records and stuff for metal. Sure. But it seems like there's kind of like bands now or artists now that are going back to like that '90s kind of like uh, I was. I kind of I had a thought today. It's sort of like with like like the the new like you know new generation of death metal going using old school, like death metal as their influence. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if you know, like John party, the he's yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. That guy totally like, he's like a, a blend of like Brooks and Dunn, Alan Jackson, George Strait, all of that. He's just like a, yeah. like a straight throwback. So yeah. Instrument too. yeah. Like there's and stuff and slide and all that. And like his, his voice is like, He's not like, you know, yeah, no, I, I agree. I like him a lot. He has some really good songs. Dirt on my boots. Yeah. Oh, my okay. favorite's uh, heartache medication, just because the way the, the opening riff with the, with the fiddle and the, the mid tempo drum, like, so I'm almost like headbanging to it. Like it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's awesome. Yeah. I mean, country music's it can be rowdy and it's, it's awesome. Yeah. I love this. It. Good. <laughs> yeah. Um, another one I like, uh, uh, Luke Holmes. He's, he's really good. I, I just, I just dig his voice. I do too. He's a great singer. Yeah. I mean, he, he has like a true, like good raspy voice, you know, and he's like a bigger guy. Like he's like, that voice is unique, you know? And I love that. And his songs sound, you know, like once again, he has more like real instruments and the stories are there too. He has funny stories. I love in country music when the last verse or chorus, it like switches and everything comes together and it just is kind of funny. Yeah. You know, are funny and i feel like luke combs and john party i feel like they both do that in some of their songs yeah so that's kind of like a throwback to the old school and i think i think that's really cool yeah uh, another good one i like uh midland you, you like midland 
the yeah. one guy um, from Tucson. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's I, my my boss knows him. I guess. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Midland's really great. I like Midland a lot. Um, there's a bunch. I, I freaking there's there's a ton. It's hard to think off the top of your head. Yeah. Um, but, you mentioned like Chris Ledoux and some of the other ones, but um, what would be like if you had like a, a top three or top five? Who would you put in that category for like country? That's hard. I mean, of, of course, Chris Ledoux for me. Um, George Strait is incredible. Um, I don't know. It gets hard to choose. There's the obvious ones, you know. I mean, uh, I guess Alan Jackson. I love Alan Jackson. His, his whole career is just awesome. But, you know, it's nothing. That's pretty, like, that's pretty standard, I guess. Those guys are pretty standard, but they're great. You know, and I think they have the most songs probably. So I'd have to, like, they have so many number one hits. It's insane. So I'd say George Strait, Alan Jackson, Chris Ledoux for me. Awesome. You know, but then I love Travis Tritt. I mean, all those guys. There's, yeah. there's a bunch. There's tons. I think Clint Black's amazing. Um, Burks and Dunn, of course, is incredible. Awesome. Um, there's, there's a lot. <laughs> did, did the gatekeeper ever talk about maybe doing like a cover song from like a country country artist? I think, I think it's been brought up, but like I don't know if I don't know if we would do it or not. But um, it'd be kind of funny. Yeah. I don't. I feel like just playing that stuff at our shows is kind of where we'll take it. I don't know if yeah. we'll actually end up a cover or not. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be person <laughs> done. Brooks and Dunn metal cover would be pretty funny. Yeah, I I, I came up with like five songs uh, that I think would kind of go well with the with Gatekeeper uh, covering. Um, I tried to find like the songs that are like really dark or so kind of you know like like not not like the the yeah like the heartache medication or sure. the uh, all my exes are in Texas. Uh, <laughs> I tried to think of like some like darker stuff. Like um, I'd say like. Uh, I don't know. You mentioned Clint Black, but Killing Time, like I think that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the guitar, even though the guitar is pretty heavy in that song, yeah, it's awesome. Um, the lyrics, <laughs> though, just like a guy drinking himself to death is just kind of kind of pretty dark, <laughs> pretty brutal. Yeah. Pretty brutal. Um, <laughs> and then, um, uh, digging up bones by Randy Travis, just the guy, like you know, going through. Yeah, going through memories and like you know, basically just giving himself like um, yeah, anxiety, depression. Yep. Um, that's a good one. Um, I think uh, this was already done by the band um, All That Remains, but Thunder Rolls, Garth, Garth Brooks. Dude, I forgot to say Garth Brooks. Love Garth Brooks. Yeah, but that'd be that'd, that'd be a dark one too. We listen to that song a lot on tour too. Yeah, especially with the 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 thunder like in the background that that's that's super metal yeah. yeah you think rain and blood's about to come on but it's thunder rolls <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah um those are some of the the ones i can think of and then uh well one of my favorites is gary allen but i i, I always like smoke rings in the dark there's a lot of really like uh witty like lyrics and uh, i don't yeah. know there's some um, have you ever heard um it's very old but the louvine brothers oh no I haven't they're like um, it's the Louvine brothers and they're, 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 it's almost bluegrass, but they had songs in the sixties and the fifties and stuff that were like about like murder, just about 
just murdering someone. <laughs> like, those are pretty, those are pretty, like they have this song called Knoxville Girl and there's no moral to it. It's just about someone murdering their girlfriend. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really creepy because they're like harmonizing and it's super old sounding. They have a song called Satan is Real. Yeah. <laughs> just pretty crazy. That's so, so cool. <laughs> but the Louvien brothers are kind of wild. Yeah, I gotta check that out. Yeah, yeah, um, check. Oh, and then uh, one more. Um, uh, I really, uh, I always like this song. Just, I mean, I don't think it's really dark, but um, "Seminal Wind" by John Anderson. Yeah. Uh, I like the 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 melody. Like, I think that'd be a cool like death doom mm-hmm. uh, well, uh, metal song. It's almost like a environmentalist song too. Yeah, yeah. But sure. I. I that and it's about florida so a good we'll do obituary style cover oh hell yeah oh, sick. <laughs> um and then uh, i don't know i'm wearing this uh shirt uh you made those uh um uh the the country shirts um are you gonna do you, do you plan on doing that again because i thought that was a really cool idea i, I really enjoyed it so, so i'm kind of like edd and i'll have this like like all of a sudden i'll have this idea i'm like i'm gonna do this and i do like I'll spend like all day just working on it. So I made like tons. I have like 30 designs I made. Like, I made that. Wow. And we ended up person done one, a Travis trip one. And uh, there was another one we did. And uh, Chase actually helped me. Our singer helped me with it. And he found like a printer and stuff. And we worked on it together and he helped me like, cause he had already been selling those sweatpants. We ever saw his sweatpants that he was making like a suffocation logo, sweatpants, whatever. They're really cool. So he knew how to do it. And so he helped me and we, we made those designs and we did like a pre-order and we sold a bunch of them. And word has it that, oh, the other, the third one we had was the George Strait one. And George Strait has one of those himself. He, he, someone gave one to him, I guess. Oh, someone that, that works for him, like a publicist or something somehow got it and gave it to him. So he owns the George Strait one, which is really cool. <laughs> so, That's so cool. Yeah. I, I would love to do more um i uh i made i made those hats if you've seen the beatles suck hats that yeah. i mean <laughs> yeah I, I, yeah, I, yeah I, I agree I, they do suck <laughs> it's just kind of funny i don't know i yeah. feel like in arizona everyone's like the beatles suck, even though paul McCartney lives here but that's fine um but i uh i would love to make more and i have ideas all the time i'm actually making a you know chris Gaines. Yeah. The, the country uh, Garth Brooks is alter ego. So I can show you. I have. Um, let me let me grab let me grab it real quick. I'll show you. I actually have. I'm actually here. I have it. I'm leaning my arm on it. But I have. These will be available soon. And there's two different kinds. This is just one of them. I'm making Chris Gaines shirts. Here. It says. Oh. <laughs> it says. Gone but not forgotten, Chris Gaines. <laughs> Fuck yeah, damn, that's so badass. <laughs> so kind of, kind of just funny. I, don't, I just have ideas and then I roll with them. So yeah. yes, I would, I would love to do more country, country metal shirts. I think, I think it's awesome, and I, I would be, it'd be a fun time to do more of them. Oh hell yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, um, for sure, I definitely would pick some up. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to uh, kind of switch to like some. Uh, oh, oh, actually, I thought of a question um, while I was like driving today. Um, if uh, 
uh, what would be like the gatekeeper like equivalent to um, like a country band? Like, I mean, for example, like um, I don't know. I was thinking like Midland. Is, it reminds me of Gojira kind of, just because the, the guys in the band look the same and they seem to be like well traveled, well spoken men. So I was thinking, oh, they, they remind me of like Gojira. What, what would be the gatekeeper equivalent? I don't know. I have to think about it. It just depends. Maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe the uh, um, Oak Ridge Boys because <laughs> they're all kind of ugly. <laughs> maybe them, the guy with the big beard. Um, it would have to be something with like, oh, you know what, Alabama. Oh yeah. Oh hell yeah. Alabama of death metal. Yeah. Kind of different and funny looking in the band. Everyone has their own thing going. Yeah, everyone looks yeah. like Big Foley. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, music. Yeah, it literally does. Yeah, and the, the drummer, the drummer wears like a sequin Adidas tracksuit, and <laughs> I've pretty fun stuff before. So I think, I think we're the, I think we're the Alabama of death metal for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, um, when I like where I went to like, elementary school, like my music teacher was like, I think he was from like Georgia or something like that, but. He would make us sing like Alabama songs, like as like a choir. It was, it was cool. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> you're um, a crazy band, man. Yeah, I actually I, I I have some Alabama vinyl. Like, um, I went to like I, I always every time I go to like Zia Records or somewhere. Like, if I find like an Alabama record for like two bucks, I always grab it. That was sick. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna. I'll just ask a couple things about uh, Gatekeeper. Um, yeah, I mean. I feel like you guys have been like on tour like nonstop the past like year. Um, uh, you guys like toured with oh, shit like um, you know like obituary and like um, like knocked loose. Um, you guys did some headliner runs. Um, yep. You guys played we Cannibal sure. Corpse. Um, yeah, we've done. Yeah, we played in Mexico City with Cannibal Corpse. We did European tour. Yeah, we just um, played San Fury. We have a lot. Yeah. Was there anything, any of those shows or tours that were that really stuck out? Well, um, the Knocked Loose tour was crazy just because it was the first one back from COVID. And like, so it was like crazy to be stepping back out into the world after being home for two years. Um, I really, really enjoyed the Decibel Magazine tour with Obituary and Municipal Waste. And enforced in Spirit World. I thought that was a really cool um, lineup. Plus, I love the guys in Municipal Waste. Like we we toured with Iron Reagan at Skeleton Witch back in the day. Mm-hmm. It's one of our first package tours, and Tony and Landfill from Waste are in that. We're in that band. Uh, they I guess they're still around, and um, we just became really good friends. And they're awesome, and we've played with municipal waste and hung out with them before and so like anytime anytime getting to spend time with them is a real pleasure but like their drummer dave witty's awesome guitar player nick and ryan are both awesome and tony's tony's a great guy and uh phil is badass so we really enjoy hanging out with municipal waste a lot getting to play with obituary every night was insane to me because you know i mean they're like a pillar in the the metal, the metal world, you know, and it's just cool to see how they do things. I also really relate to them because they like country music and they're just like kind of redneck guys. 
from Florida. And I kind of feel like that from being from Arizona, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. you know, you know, maybe not politically, but like in like a, you know, you're just kind of like a guy from the middle of nowhere or whatever you're from Arizona. And I feel like there's a lot of similarities to Florida. So I just got along with them. Like the simplicity, they had such simple guitar setups and they just did everything themselves. And there was like, there was a, um, an attitude that I could relate to there. And I really liked that. So getting the tour with obituary is awesome. Also spirit and enforced were really cool too. So we love the guys in enforced. And I actually knew the Stu from spirit world from back in the day. He was in a hardcore band called Folsom from Las Vegas. And they would come play Tucson all the time. And so, um, I kind of knew them. So that was a lot of fun. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I missed the, uh, that uh, obituary uh, decibel uh, tour. Just, I don't know if there were any like dates around the Southwest, but um, there was a thing. We played the Nile, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was just too far of a drive for me. I'm like six hours away from Yeah. Phoenix. No, that, yeah. that's correct. You don't need to be doing it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm definitely going to check out the Albuquerque show. You, your guys are going to tour with Hatebreed coming up. Um, and Obituary's on that show. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm definitely going to go. That's the only show that Obituary is on. So that's going to be awesome. Very excited. Yeah. And then um, do you guys, are you guys going to do another Europe tour after that? Or is that next yes. year? So from here on, we have um, this weekend we're playing in Las Vegas. We're playing at Psycho Las Vegas with At The Gates, which is really cool. And then, um, and then we go to Brazil. And we play September Negro Fest in Brazil on September like third. Then we're playing Uruguay, so that'll be our first time in South America. And then we're going to do direct support to Hatebreed through the states, and we're actually going to be announcing some of our own headlining shows out to that. And then we link up the Hatebreed tour directly links up with the Lamb of God and Creator tour in Europe. So we will be, I think, that whole tour with those two things mixed is two and a half months of wow. shows. So that's, that's going to be a long time. But yeah. Hey, breed right in the lamb of God and creator. So that's going to be really awesome. That's so sick. Um, I'm just curious. Um, would you guys ever play like in Northern Arizona around like the four corners area? Yeah, we have a, um, we're booking a Flagstaff show as we speak. Oh, so okay. far up, but probably a little more easier for people from the, the res and shit to get down to oh hell yeah yeah i yeah. mean like there's shows around here on the res but um i don't know like I'm, I'm not into the booking part of the the scene but yeah i would definitely like to see like you know gatekeeper like play a show around here i've brought it up ever since we were we started i think it'd be awesome to just even do like a even tour as much as we could of the west and wherever else and or just start adding res shows into our tours yeah. I think that's really awesome. And I think, I think that's something that more bands should do. Yeah. I think, I think Gallup is pretty, um, like, a, I don't know. I think Gallup is like a hidden gem, like for like shows. Cause I've seen like, I've seen, um, pretty like, you know, like bands like Soulfly there and dude, that place sells out like quick. Like, oh, well, people are bringing their, bands. people are bringing their grandmas and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. I played, yeah, I played on, uh, I forgot where we played, but many years ago, and it was uh, a res north of Phoenix, and it was such a good show. It was so fun, it's like a big party, you know. Yeah. So I'd love to play in Gallup. I think that would be great. 
Yeah. We've talked about it and we talk about it more and more, you know, the bigger you get, the harder it is to like even have control over where you play. But if I do at all, I would, I would love to play there. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, yeah. Like Flagstaff as well. I mean, like they're, I mean, just cause like it, it, like for me, it's like a six hour drive to Phoenix, but it's like a three hour drive to Albuquerque, which isn't too bad, but yeah. Um, yeah, definitely like going to shows now. Like I go to maybe like one a month. I saw Rob Zombie last night. That was like my one show this month. Oh, cool. Where was that? Uh, it was in Albuquerque. Uh, it was like the Isleta Amphitheater. Um, Pretty yeah, good drive. Uh, yeah, it's only like, it's like two and a half. Like if I don't stop, uh, but I always have to stop for like gas or whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, it was a, it was a huge turnout. Like, um, I don't know what the capacity is there, but I would say there's like at least 10,000 people there. That's crazy. People love metal here, especially up in New Mexico too. I mean, it's like, it's everywhere. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that's it. And thank uh, those are all my questions, Eric. Um, I don't know. Um, I don't want to keep you too long, but, um, but yeah, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with me. Of course, man. Anytime. We should do it again sometime. Awesome. Yeah, thanks. All right. I'm going to hit the stop.